Titan. Dark in here. Jackson ain't here. I'm doing the intro. Don't need this man for nothing. What's up, guys? It's the Gopher 2 Podcast, episode 12. It is the Spooktober hey. episode. Hey, you. Yeah, get us out of the camera. I'm the host of this podcast, all right? Okay, so when we do the intro, I do it. Episode number 12 starts right now. Yo, dude, that's freaking awesome. Yo, okay, this 98-cent mask I got at Walmart today, 100% worth it. I asked Lucas, I asked him if I could wear it on the whole episode of the podcast. He told me no. He said that's not good for marketing. Yeah, because he can't wear it without talking in that voice, all right? Listen, you're you're jealous of my voice, okay? Absolutely not. Yo. Absolutely not. Yo, are you ready for episode 12 aka the spooktober episode aka the episode coming out on halloween the day hey, of hey spooktober with the boys Sp- right? spooky yeah we yeah we've been talking about the uh talking about spooktober and the bus with the boys podcast we're huge fans of that we love it you guys should definitely go check it out it's on apple podcast now where you can find it hilarious by the way but they they're big fans of spooktober and lucas told me about this and i think spooktober is a really cool thing like you watch like you know they say you go and you watch a spook right every day then you go to like a haunted house or something like that on the weekends you really you really get into the whole halloween season yeah the the rules to really get into it and sadly i'm a broke college kid so i can't get into it as far as i would like but you're supposed to watch a spook every day all right yeah that that doesn't mean that you have to watch like you know uh paranormal activity or something like where people are getting possessed like the exorcist every day right Mm -hmm. all right you can do something simple all right if you ain't if you don't feel like shaking in your bed tonight that's okay <laughs> you can watch like a scooby-doo episode or something, scooby-doo right? counts old school like, scooby-doo so, not new scooby-doo yeah. so okay. and when you listen to music you need to listen to some spook songs i'm mm-hmm. talking about like this is halloween you know like get some, get some good stuff halloween. yeah all right and then on the weekends you have to go to a haunted house yes all right or uh you know you gotta you gotta go do a spooky activity you know you can go go to the go to the cemetery hang out with your buds all right. Yeah, crack open a couple don't, cold ones. Hashtag don't give a. All right. Hashtag don't give a. All right. That's what we. That's what we about out here. Okay. Um, no. Or you can. Uh, Yo. You know, gotta do spooky stuff. Yeah. What's yeah. Up, watch watch, what, what good, you, watch some good. Watch some good spooky. What are you trying to interrupt here? You messing up my flow. Okay? I ain't messing up your flow. But here, listen. I just want to point out this is the Halloween episode. I'm not making this up. It is raining outside like crazy, and it's all spooky here in the background. It's kind of got the green tint. It all adds up. Be sure to watch us on YouTube.com slash Gopher2Podcast if you want to get the full immersion experience for this episode. <laughs> Continue on, Lucas. Had a uh, plug. And you also have to decorate and stuff. Uh, I can't decorate. Where I go to school at, I like I don't know of any haunted houses or anything like that that's going on here, so I think it'd be a little hard for me to find a, a spooky place to go to every weekend. But... I didn't fully take place because I also am broke and can't afford to Halloween decorate my apartment like I would love to. That's a that's a valid excuse. That valid is a valid excuse. excuse. I, but it's I, okay. I'm okay I, with that. I've been keeping up with the spooks. All right, I've been watching some spooks. So it, so it's all good. Anyways, Mr. Jackson. Yes, sir. First off, I do want to say that we are halfway through the NFL season. Loving it. Great time of year. Uh, it's really starting to cool off here in Tennessee. Um, yes. Sadly, in Texas, you're probably still burning. Um, you okay. know, not too bad actually. Not too bad actually. Today it was a crisp 57 degrees. 
very crisp. crisp. See, okay, yeah, we have to say crisp, but pretty much, okay, if it drops below 60, really if it drops below 50 in Texas, people freak out. Right, they're going to every Walmart, every store, and clearing Same. the shelves because they think it's the apocalypse because it's below fifty degrees. I, on the other hand, am watching a good spook on Netflix, curled up with my blankie. Okay, my blankie. <laughs> it's a good time. All right, I love it. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Um, time. I just want to take a second here at the beginning to say, like, halfway through the year, thanks for everyone that's been with us this far, especially our man Casey. MVP. Um, Super sorry about last week's episode. If you are a YouTube watcher, we're having some difficulties with our YouTube account. We're not able to get in there right now, but we'll fix that as soon as we can. We'll get another episode up. Uh, we didn't get any questions this week, probably because Casey couldn't get on YouTube and leave a question. Um, probably. So yeah. But so, you, so you know what? We're just gonna we're gonna skip that part. We're gonna yeah, skip we are. The but we we do encourage you to. We are active on Twitter. We're fairly active over there. Me and Lucas and our Go for Two podcast Twitter as well. It's at Go for two, G O F O R two, the number two podcast. So at Go for two podcast, hit us up on there, shoot us a question, feel free to DM us, ask away. We'll be happy to um, facilitate your question here on the pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ask us anything; it doesn't matter. Yeah, really, any topic you want to talk about, nothing's really off limits. We can just kind yeah. of go into it. Yeah, yeah. We're Jack's a weird guy, so you know. The money's right. Weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, since we are in the spooktober mood, right, I realize yes, my cam is not as dark as Jackson's. It's because I've got to have this light on or else you literally cannot see my face at all. You really can't see him. Yeah. I, w I would be in the dark. Uh, so Jackson's a little spookier than me. I'm upset about that. But we have a spooky topic to start us off here. We got the spooky players of past and present. Yes. So I want to start off with you, Jackson. Uh, we're going to do past first. So I want to know who your spooky player of NFL past is. My spooky player of NFL past, okay, this is somebody, okay, who has haunted the Dallas Cowboys for his entire career, okay? <laughs> this man has gotten more interceptions off of Tony Romo and Drew Bledsoe than anybody else in Eagles history. They call him Weapon X, number 20 for the Eagles, Hall of Fame safety, Brian Dawkins. <laughs> All right. You want to talk about a spook, okay? Every time we played the Eagles, right? I ain't worried about McNabb, all right? I wasn't even worried about T.O. He was crying on the sideline. I ain't worried about that. You know who I was worried about? Weapon X, Brian Dawkins, in the, in the um, what do they call that? Safety area. <laughs> in the secondary area. I just had a brain fart, my guy. Yo, dude, I just I really didn't have a brain fart. In the secondary, okay. Brian Dawkins, okay. And and I could pull up some of his uh some of his stats here, but this guy wreaked havoc, especially on the Cowboys. He wreaked havoc all over the league. I think he picked off almost every single major quarterback that there was at the time. But Brian Dawkins himself was an absolute animal. And uh I'm gonna pull up his numbers here. But yeah, he has uh Career 778 tackles, okay, a 26 sacks, all right. This man, okay, he had, he had over 100 points deflected and 37 interceptions with a couple touchdowns, pick sixes. Do you know how scary that is for an offense to have to plan for Brian Dawkins? Absolutely insane. That's my, that's my player of the past. Did you just 
did you just look up stats on your phone? Like you, you didn't do that beforehand. They're right here. Wow. They're in the picture what mode. A, what a joke. What a look, joke. man. Get okay. Him, get him out of here. Get Some of us got no, stuff no, to no, do no, during no. the day. No, 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 no. Oh, we got stuff to do during the day. We spent an hour sitting here on our computers looking crap up before this, okay? That's we all did. I want to say. That's all I want to say. That is true. Well, you got to have uh, the facts, man. My spooky player of the past is, honestly, he's still pretty present, but he's not in the NFL anymore, but I got to go with Ray Lewis. Ooh. Right? Yeah, that's a, a good one. Himself. All right, struck fear in the heart of everyone they played. Their defense was already amazing. Him in there in the middle was just crazy. Uh, super hard hitter. I felt like I felt like anyone he tackled pretty much crushed their ribs. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Plus you got the whole face mask thing going on with the purple. Ooh. Oh, and his little his little his little dance coming out in the beginning, you know, like get get getting with it, right? He's hyping up the entire okay, the entire sideline. For, for the Ravens. He was just, the whole stadium was just electrified by this man's intro dance. Okay? Yo, Jackson is that loving is some, the spooky I'm loving episode the sp- right now. Spooky He's loving vibes. the spooktober. I am. I'm loving it too. Uh, all right, so your spooky player of present. My spooky so. player of present. Okay. This is a person, all right, who has been a dominant defensive end since he entered the league. Impact player. As soon as he was brought on, they they saw him at the combine, okay? Fast, right? He is an animal. Huge wingspan, okay? Uh, 37-inch vertical leap, all right? No, 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 this guy is uh, J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. I think you have to double-team, triple-team, plan for him. I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later. I think he tore his pec, so he's out for the season. But when he is healthy and he is on one, Joey Bo- or, uh, not Joey Bosa, J.J. Watt is one of the most fierce defensive players in the league right now. I got to go with I got to go with Watt. I feel that. Um, I went with Tom Brady. Ooh, you went offense. Ooh, I, mean, yeah. I went. I went. Offense I like it. I like it. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I got. I got to plug the boys. Uh, Busting with the boys podcast. Taylor Lewan and Will Compton's podcast. It's amazing. Which, by the way, the boy Will Compton went and worked out for the Raiders today. Today is sure Tuesday. This is coming out on the 31st Friday or Thursday. Anyways, um, so hopefully he gets on the team. That would be awesome. He's a great dude. Anyway, so I listened to not this week's podcast or the one before that. It was like two weeks ago. The one with uh, Ben Noy. From, yeah, that was a good uh, one. That was okay. a good one. So he was talking about like he was talking about how Brady plays defense and offense, and he was like, he was like, you can't tell me that as soon as Brady scores, or even before that, like like, like let's say the Patriots are playing the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys elect to receive the ball. Like you can't right. tell me that Dak's not on the field, and everyone on that offense, and everyone on the Cowboys sideline isn't like, yo, we got to put up some points before Tom Brady can score on us. Right. We we have to we have to win time of possession because we can't give twelve the ball. Right, and so like like Tom Brady just applies so much pressure to the offense without him even doing anything. Even special teams, right? Because if you're making that decision as an op- op- opposing coach, like, okay, do we want to punt in this situation? Do we want to try and attempt a long field goal? If we miss the field goal, we're going to give him great field position. If we mess up the punt and it goes into a touchback, he gets, you know, it, it's hard to pin him. Like it's, and even if you do pin him right at the three yard line, how many drives has he had coming from 97 yard drives for a touchdown? It's insane. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. yeah that's a good pick. 
I'm, I'm actually yeah. kind of jealous. Go. I should have picked him. Go. Good pick. Greatest, greatest of all time. Really is, bro. Really Best is. Best football player ever. Ask any other football player, they'll say the greatest of all time to play Tom Brady. Yeah, it's not even a doubt anymore. I feel like three years ago, you were, everybody was like, eh, Jerry Rice, eh, no, no, Montana. The comeback, bro, the comeback against Atlanta. Sealed it. Yeah. Sealed made it. Made it. For sure. That's um, goat. So I, I don't have this down, but later on we're doing some MVP stuff, and I'm also doing an MVP coach because I thought that was cool. What about spooky coaches? You got any sp- like? Oh, spooky coaches! Like, like man, like I can think of Belichick like is is my spooky coach. Well, like, he, he he's like the emperor, right? So you know, we're getting into Star Wars time. Okay, a new trailer dropped last week. All right, um, we want to talk about something spooky, right? The Emperor coming back in this new episode of Star Wars Episode yeah. Nine. He's like that. Give him a little hood. You know? Belch- yeah, he's got perfect. a little hood. He's like he's like he's like, he does a little <laughs> does a little uh, okay. <laughs> electrifying right, we're, shock. We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> what? Well, if I had to pick a spooky coach, right. you go ahead. Go ahead. I was trying no, to think. No, no, no. Okay. You can't. You ain't got nothing. Uh, yo, Bill Parcells, bro. No, 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 no. Well, no, Bill, Parcells, great Bill Parcells. Yeah. yeah, great stories about Bill Parcells, but also Bill Cower. Bill Cower, my man, he would yell and scream in everyone's face, and I've been advocating for him to be the Cowboys' next head coach. Ooh. All right. Okay. Um, dreams, Jackson. Um. So into the actual, the real football topics a little bit, okay? Yes. Uh, we're not really covering a lot of teams this week because uh, there wasn't a lot of crazy stuff I don't think that happened this week, but there is something we got to talk about. So I seen uh, – so Cleveland played the Patriots this week. They and did. And the Patriots beat them, and it wasn't even, like, bad. It wasn't like they just, like, mopped the floor with them. Right. It was, like, 20-something to 13 or something like that. You know, not that bad. But if you listen to the, like, post-game press conferences and the mm-hmm. interviews with the players and stuff, it seemed like the team was broken. Like, listening to some to the way that they were talking – and the way some of them just looked on their face and stuff, it looked like they were just like, oh, well, we knew, you know, like we were going to lose and we're just bad, da-da-da, you know. And so, like, I need to know, like, are they done? Like, are, like, are the Browns out of the out of the playoffs? Yes. Short answer, yes. Two and five. You have a head coach who really skipped a job and a half, right? He went from position coach to a head coach straight away. You got Baker Mayfield making comments saying, we have no discipline. Okay, if the face of your franchise right now, you're, the quarterback's facing the franchise, right? Some could debate it, right? For a long time, it was J.J. Watt from Houston, but you got Deshaun Watson now. Anyway, if you have your franchise quarterback, that's what the Browns believe, saying we have no discipline, that is a huge red flag, right? Immediately, right out of the gate, okay? Freddie Kitchen, he's just, Freddie Kitchen's completely got outcoached, outmatched. Yes, the score wasn't exactly reflective, of a complete beating, but it, I mean, if you have a, a, they, what they did is they broke the Browns, like the players on the Browns, their will. And when your will is broken and your quarterback saying we have no discipline, that means there's probably issues in the locker room. Okay. That means Freddie kitchens. I think his time is numbered. I would hope so. And it, it, it's over. It's over. They're done. They're done. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. And even if you, if you look past like their own internal issues, like the Ravens are going to win that division. Like that's pretty much submitted. Absolutely. The state of the standings right now. And if you look at like the rest of their schedule, yeah, their schedule gets easier. A lot of people, like I seen on first take Monday morning, Max Kellerman was arguing like, oh, they still got a chance to make the playoffs because the rest they're getting into the easy part of their schedule. You know, they got to play teams like Denver and stuff like that. 
they're two and five, and I mean, I've got them like they might win five more games to go seven and nine. Yeah, like, like maybe, but they're not going to make the wild card. The yeah, AFC they're not... wild card race is way too close. The AFC wild card race is like closer than the divisional races. And you're going to need to win ten games if you want to get into that wild card. And I don't see the Browns Definitely. winning. I don't see them yeah. winning eight more games the rest of the season. I I don't. No, I, I thought five was kind of a stretch. I think yeah. they can do it, but at least, even at the very least seven. Say they're nine and seven, and a couple I mean, on, random things happen. Of losses. Yeah, they are. And I know the schedule gets easier, but it you know seven. Yeah. I, I like what you're saying. Seven wins, maybe eight, maybe. Nope. Nope. No. 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 Maybe five. All right. Okay. 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 So uh, next up, Browns are done. For this year. Next up, we we don't we, we don't get to talk about the boys. We don't get to talk about the Cowboys this week because they didn't really do nothing. Although, uh, I did hear that they were in talks to get Jamal Adams from the Jets, but we that were, didn't work out. We were, dude. Yeah. That would have been so nice. We need some help back there in the secondary for sure. I think you were going to have to give up a lot for him, though. It it, it looked like it, like stuff I was hearing. Oh yeah, um, the, they they um yeah they weren't just going to give him away. Yeah, no, 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 no. For sure, so, but that would have been nasty. We're going to bypass the Cowboys, go right into the Titans. The Titans' D did show up again this week against the Bucks. Uh, we had two interceptions and two fumbles recovered. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Jameis Winston who is turnover happy, but uh, Jackson is hiding. Yeah, the, 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 the backlighting right now is really cool. Yeah. Okay, this man. I'm, I'm doing a podcast <laughs> with a child. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the, the Titans' defense did play very well. They did. <laughs> I'm having um, fun, man. I'm having a good time. Yeah, 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 spooky. Yeah. Real quick, uh, real quick though, I do want to say all the trade rumors that went on today. The trade deadline ended earlier today at four. We got a little bit of update on some of the bigger trades mm-hmm. that went on today. Um, but there was a, a rumor that Marcus Mariota was being put on IR for an injury that he sustained during the preseason game against the Patriots, which was like our second preseason game or third. Yeah. Uh, I believe that would be the one where he flipped over into the end zone. Ah, that might have something any, to do with it. I, I don't know. Um, but that was a rumor, and it turned out through sources and stuff that that was proved wrong. Okay. This rumor came up because one source said that it was was happening, and so the people believed that source, instantly reported it, and then they came back and reported later that it was actually wrong. They should have double or even triple verified the rumor. Um. The Titans did work out two quarterbacks, but, I mean, I don't think – I think it's just like – I think they did it just in case someone called up and was wanting Mariota, although the team has come out and said that they're not interested in trading Mariota right now, and they're also not interested uh, – and Marcus is also, like, his free – his agent has come out and said that they're not looking for a trade. Yeah, so, they're just going to play the market. Yeah, Didn't so they're not – yeah, not not looking for any of that stuff. So I don't know. The only thing I can think of is maybe if something happens, I can see Mariota maybe thinking like, "Hey, I'm just like, don't play me. Bring another guy in to be backup. I'm gonna save myself free agency." I don't right. Think he would do that. Yeah. But no, maybe or, heal up. I, I I think Marcus is passionate enough. I think he wants to get back out there, but he understands that right now it's it's Tannehill's job, and so he just has to be supportive and. You know, he's, he's always been a really nice guy and a really cool guy, so, I mean. Yeah. He definitely, he stands on the sideline with his helmet on the whole game. Uh, two in a row with Tannehill. Can't hate on the guy. Can't yeah. hate on either one of them. That's right. It's awesome. Titans are winning. That's all that matters. 
Uh, Loving to win. Winning cures a lot of things. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Tannehill made some good throws. Um, I think the Titans, the team, played a really good game, especially the defense. The defense was amazing. Big Jeff was good again. All right, my man. But let me just say that the offensive play calling was terrible. Was it bad again? It was bad. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Look at the Bucks' defensive line. All right, Mm -hmm. they got like they got Vita Bay and JPP. They got uh, JPP, and they got one more. I'm losing his name. Used to have Gerald McCoy, but he went to Carolina. Yeah, they don't have him. They got someone else to replace him. They got another big boy Mm -hmm. in there, like Nadama and Sue or some crap. Yeah, they got Sue. Yeah. Is it Sue? Okay. They got Sue. They got Sue. Okay. Our right guard. Mm Hmm. And left guard have been struggling all year. Yeah. Which, by the way, we had our right guard and left guard got hurt in this game also. Ooh. Because of those big boys on the defense. Oh, all right. Man. They're getting pushed around. That's not good. And we, every time we ran the ball for most of the game, it was like up the middle. I get that Derrick Henry is a power man. Mm-hmm. And he is not the fastest. He got a little speed with him, though. He's fast for as big as he is. Yeah, sure. But. Okay, Derrick Henry had 75 yards, and every one came after contact. That is the stat. The stat of the game. 75 yards, and every single yard came after he was contacted? After contact. Dude. That's insane. Yeah. I was was just just about to ask, I was like, do you think that the Titans need to look at a possible running back change? Like, maybe in the draft or something? But then it's like, well, if you're having that problem, and you're getting contacted as soon as you get the ball... You're still getting 75 yards. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Have you noticed that, like, offensive line play has struggled, like, has diminished in the league in the past, yeah, like, I 10 heard, years or something like that? I heard some people talking about that this week. Yeah, I heard some people talking about it the other night, and they were saying that uh, they think some guy brought up the point he thinks it's because in the off season they've cut it off so much that offensive linemen aren't able to get the chemistry going that they usually want. Yeah. They make, them, what, they make just, them, like, rest and, like, not practice or something? Yeah, I don't. I don't see offensive line talent coming in. That I see defensive line talent coming in. You know True. what I mean? Yeah, it's like uh, like first first out of the draft this year. What Nick Bosa? Yes. And you think of players like Miles Garrett was one of the first ones. He was the first one off the board. Absolutely, wasn't he? Sue was a top pick. Uh, Gerald McCoy was Joey a top Bosa, pick. Joey Bosa was. was a top pick. JJ Watt was up there. And then you're looking at this year, like projected number one is uh, the defensive end from Ohio State. He's in the Heisman race. He's a defensive end. Yeah, like, defensive ends and had four uh, sacks last game. Yeah, that D, that D line can be very, very profitable. And if you're a really good defensive lineman, you were going to make a lot of money in this league, right? Tank Lawrence, JJ Watt, both of the Bosa brothers, um, right? You name it, right? Aaron and Donald. So I think- Right, and you're getting these big guys. And I think tackles is kind of a predominant role. Like, I see a lot of people coming in, like, being tackles maybe. And you hear of star tackles, but you don't hear of star guards or star centers as much. Yeah, you very rarely. Very yeah. rarely. Not a not a big thing anymore. And so I think I think the talent pool at the position is kind of getting a little meh. Well, it's not, let's be honest, it's not as sexy as a position. Right, because there's no stats for it. There's literally no stats. Exactly, you're not getting credit for like the only thing that you like. The only stat that you have is how many sacks you gave up. 
or how many times you let the quarterback get past you, how many times your quarterback was hurried and pressured and knocked down. Right. Now you don't. Now what we did have and what they do have, they have the pancake stat. Okay? You get a pancake. You know what a pancake is? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Love a good many, pancake. How many, how many of those do you get a year? Very, very, very few. But, I mean, it's – yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a sexy position. It's not a position that people are like, oh hey, you know I'm an offensive line, but they don't get a lot of love. They should they should get a lot more because the the game is one in the trenches. Your Zeke doesn't perform well if he doesn't have that Dallas offensive line, right? I bet his yards per carry go down by at least one, maybe one point five. Say if he had the Titans line or the Browns line. I'm not so trying bad. to be mean. I'm just telling you. So bad. <laughs> like, you know, like it's it's so um, it, it's a, such well, a pivotal I think it's, position. Yeah, and it's also like you're looked at you're looked at for what you did wrong, not for what you did good. Like exactly. If you're, an end, if you're an end, it's like, oh, he got three sacks last game. Well, how many plays did he play? Well, he played you know 37 snaps and got two sacks. Right. But so 35 lineman, times he didn't get there. Right. But if you're a if you're an offensive lineman, it's like, well, he allowed two sacks. Exactly. Well, how it's many, like how many snaps do he play? Like sixty-four. Oh well. Sixty-two times he did his job. Yeah. <laughs> in the yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. So it's not looked at it like that. And also like defenses are getting so smart with their blitzes, all the stunts and stuff like that, bringing mm-hmm. safeties and corners out of nowhere. Um, but the Titans. So like going into the game, we're kind of worried about Godwin and Mike Evans. We held Godwin in check, but our uh, our third cornerback. Dory Jackson was hurt, and we played our third guy on Mike Evans a lot, and this man had about 200 yards and two touchdowns. I have him on my fantasy team. <laughs> yes, Popped sir. Off. Popped off on us. I did not think he would do that at all. We've been really good at holding down star uh, wide receivers, and I think our goal was like, hey, we're going to take everyone else away from you. Yeah. And Mike Evans made some plays, man. He made some plays. That dude right there. Yeah, that just nasty. Crazy. Crazy. He, you just throw the ball up to him. Throw the ball up to him. He's going to catch it. Okay? Yeah, he's, he's making Jameis Winston look good. I mean, come on. And let me just say, the offensive play calling was terrible, and I thought the head coaching was fine mm-hmm. until we get to the end of the game. Fourth and one, we're like, run, hurry up. Like, we're trying to get him to go out, jump offside. Yeah. He didn't jump. We come out in the field goal unit. We're up by four with, like, Two minutes left. The Bucks have no timeouts and a two-minute warning. I think so. It's yeah. like two thirty, like two thirty-six left. Mm-hmm. We go out to kick the field goal. We're up by four. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna make this field goal. All right. Which, by the way, our field goal kicker did not miss a kick. Oh, hey! Finally, we win a game when our kicker doesn't miss kicks. Love it. Isn't that beautiful? It really is. Funny how that works out. <laughs> so, anyways, so he goes out there and i'm like yeah we're gonna kick this go up by seven our placeholder (laughs) is our punter brett kern who is the star player on our team let me tell you if there's anyone on our team that does their job to a (laughs) t it is our punter we have the best punter in the game all right you do have the the best punter in the game i'll give you that yes for the brand brett kern is the best bro yes he is so good all right and we snapped the ball to this man, and he takes off running to the left. We did a fake field goal run on fourth and one. And let me tell you, Devin White, that fast man that cried, he ran his 40 at the combine yeah. and cried because he knew that he ran it so fast, he was about to get drafted. Yo, like, yeah. He knew he was going to get a high draft. And what yeah. happened? He stuck our punter. 
and there are memes going around for the face that our punter was making. This Ooh. dude's like, like he yeah. knew he made a bad decision. Like he was like, I'm a punter. I ain't supposed to be getting hit like this. Exactly. And then to top it off, a controversial call by the refs because it's kind of split. I think he was down. The refs caught him down and blew the play, but we he fumbled the ball. Yeah. And the Bucks oh, picked it up and ran it back for a touchdown. Now, they said that he was down, and then Tampa didn't challenge it, but I've heard mm-hmm. people talking about it. And Bruce Aries came out after the game and went off on the refs and said that they were terrible and they're not held accountable and they don't know how to do their job and all this. Mm-hmm. And that they're ruining games. Oh, dude. And he pointed he pointed to that play call because that's a touchdown for them. Oh, but, yeah, absolutely. Um, Mike Frable, what are you thinking, my man? Like, he, here's, here's the argument. He's trying to win the game. That's what he says. I mean, that's fine. You try to win the game. Like, he thinks, I understand, he thinks that if he gets that, we win the game. And we do. If we get that conversion, we win the game. Yeah, game's over. But... Why? Because you can't tell me that the offense play caller, Arthur Smith, was like, hey, you know what? I don't want to run a real play. Let's do a fake field goal run. Yeah. Like, that was a head coach idea. Yeah, if you're going for fourth and one to seal the deal, you you you're, you know you're going to go for it. You might as well have your Run offense out there. Yeah, exactly. Run a real play. That's my thing. I don't I don't care if he, if we go for it and we don't get it, but a fake field goal run. I don't know. A pass would have been better. Yeah, fake field goal toss pass Statue of Liberty type trickery, but fake field goal run like the success rate on those alone. Like just in general, no matter where you are on the field, is extremely low. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that's I feel like it's pretty bad. So yeah, um, I don't really agree with with that. And most people that I've heard say that they wouldn't have done it either. Um, Hindsight twenty twenty. But as like, well. yeah. Well, I mean, I get like you're trying to win, but do, eh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. What's next? <sighs> I'm still upset. I'm I'm just. I know I'm you're processing recovering. and you're going through it. I understand. All right, next up, Jack, we do have we're we gotta we gotta talk about the MVP mix. All right, because we're halfway through the year, so we're halfway through the year. We're about to get into our halfway through the year. So we're gonna look at the NFL mm-hmm. season where it's at right now. We're gonna evaluate it some. I like it. So we need to look at our MVP picks, maybe debate a little bit. Okay. Right, I'll I'll go ahead and give you mine first because I know yeah. I make you go first a lot. But go ahead. Uh, so my front runner right now is Christian McCaffrey. All right. Ooh, that's a good one. This man, uh, we're eight weeks in. He's already had a bye week, though. So he's played seven games. He has a mm-hmm. 1,078 total yards with 10 touchdowns and has not lost the ball a single time. Okay. So he's on pace for. Very good numbers. Yeah. He's on pace for over 2,000 total yards. All right. Mm-hmm. My second close one um, is Russell Wilson. And, I, and Russell's got, you know, like 2,200 passing yards on pace for his career high in passing yards 17 touchdowns which is on pace to tie his career high and he's only thrown one interception his qbr is 115 and he's got the highest completion percentage that he's had at 68 yeah he's been making some crazy plays and especially without a guy like doug baldwin right he he, he He doesn't have yeah he's lost wide receivers and he's making plays like that he's having an incredible year you can't argue that dude like has a good halfback either. I mean, Chris Carson's like okay, but it's not like he's got Lynch back there still, you know. Right, he doesn't have beast mode, right? Or right. he doesn't have Zeke or Le'Veon, even Le'Veon Bell or Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. That that he is putting that team on his back. 
Right, exactly. And so, like, MVP is most valuable player to their team. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, like, first take, like, Max Kellerman was trying to argue that Aaron Rodgers um, mm-hmm. should be the leading MVP guy. Last two weeks, Aaron Rodgers, amazing. Amazing quarterback play. It's been spectacular to see. Absolutely. So the first four weeks, five weeks, mm-hmm. wasn't really there. Defense carried him. As much as I hate that defense. It, yeah, it takes some time to get into that system, too. Right when you're getting to a new right. system, new, new terminology. system and stuff, right? Like I'm, I'm not like putting it on him. Like he's an amazing player, but compared to Russell Wilson, who has consistently been great every game, and McCaffrey, who's consistently been great, and MVP is most valuable player to their team. And I look at McCaffrey came in and carried them to a lot of these wins that they've gotten. Yeah. Um, without Cam, and then Russell Wilson, like who else is there? Like he's definitely been carrying them over some of these teams. For sure, most valuable to his team, absolutely. Um, for for me and my and my pick, you are I mean you are explaining most of it for me. It was Russell Wilson, right? His his highest completion percentage of his career, his highest rating. He's carrying the team on his back. He doesn't have as many receivers as he has before. DK Metcalf, I think, can be something special in the future. Um, but Wilson's playing out of his mind right now. I do think you have to put Rodgers in the conversation. Um, because of his past couple game performances, he is like I say, a bad man, Mister Lucas. Okay. Um, uh, so Rodgers, I think you got to kind of keep an eye on. It takes a while to kind of get into the flow and rhythm of a new offense, and it seems like they're hitting their stride. Aaron Jones is no scrub. Okay, he finally is utilizing a, a halfback, so he's playing pretty well. But, yeah, I mean, you made my case for me. Russell Wilson, um, as it is right now. Now, he doesn't have the record necessarily that some MVP voters would like, right? Yeah, but – yeah, but when people look at like MVPs, they're thinking like thirteen and three, and that's still possible. He can go thirteen and three or twelve and four, right? Well, look, 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 um, look, look, look. the Packers are seven and one right now. They because are because of the defense. Aaron Rodgers has won them two games. The last two weeks, Aaron Rodgers has been amazing. The first six, and isn't that scary? Hasn't you were talking like, about spooky? It, it just hasn't. Uh, I mean, he, I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. But the thing is, though, he finally has a defense in a running game, and if he only, if he and he's we know, ah, uh, we don't know. Yeah, we know. We don't know. What do you mean we don't know? They're seven we and one, know. and you just said that know. he's only won them two games. They won seven. That defense in running game has won them five. Yeah, but like the defense isn't just amazing. They're not top five. No, they're not top five. They yeah, aren't. per they're not not top five per my no, bet. No no. No. no, 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 they're not. I know. That's why I say it. they're not top five per my bet. Right. But that do you have to have a top five defense for your defense to be considered a legitimate defense? Is that what you're telling me? I don't think at, at what at what playing at this level. He can't keep playing like this. What do you mean? He's been playing like this his entire career. The way he has the past two weeks. He, for, for, yes, his entire no. career. He's had years he, like he, this. He's not going to play. He's not going to keep that up. You keep doubting this man. You keep down this man. He's gonna make you pay. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is amazing. Like, yes, one of the most, one of the, the pure, right one of the purest passers ever to play the game. He's great. Yes, I'm just saying he can't, he can't do what he did last week and the week before. Like on, on a consistent basis. No, but like, he's had great and illustrious that. seasons throughout his entire career. He's played at levels similar to this. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying like he he can have amazing years and stuff like that. But I'm saying for the rest, he he's not going to have weeks like he has the past two weeks. He's not going to have a week like that every week for the rest of the year. 
No, he's not going to have 400 yard games every year or five touchdown games every year or every or every uh, every week. Every no, week. Yeah. but That's he is going. Saying. But he is going to have MVP caliber performances, right? Year in and year out, and he has continued to do so for his entire career. That's all I'm saying, right? And he, he does have to play the Seahawks twice. He hasn't played them yet. Right? Why was he have to play them twice? They're not in his division. You play him once. That's where. That's right. That's weird. Okay, I must have seen something wrong when I looked at it earlier. I looked at it earlier and it said they played them twice, and I was just like, okay, I didn't think about it. They, now they might meet in the playoffs. They very well could meet in the playoffs. Now that would be a very interesting game. And but also throwing on this point for favor for Rogers, or at least why he deserves to be in the conversation and not dismissed. He's doing this recently without Devontae Adams. Yo, real quick. Yo. It was the 49ers schedule. I got okay. my I got my top teams mixed up there for a second. Yeah. The 49ers okay. still have to play the Seahawks twice. Now those are gonna be some good games. Those will be good games. Those will be incredible um, games. So you're you're with Russell Wilson right now though? Like, Russell Wilson right now, good record, playing out of his mind with less receivers. He's the most valuable player on the Seahawks. Probably the most valuable player in the NFL right now. Yeah. And Patty Mahomes is hurt, so that helps. Either. Seahawks defense ain't as good as the Packer defense. That is so true. That is so true. If Russell Wilson was playing at this level when the Legion of Boom was there, oh my gosh, bro. All right. MVP coach, and I've already narrowed it down to two. You can throw some more in there. But mm-hmm. mine is down to Bilichek and Kyle Shanahan. Those are mine. Uh, Obviously, Belichick, amazing, just because of we know what he is. The GOAT coach. Everyone's, right? And then Kyle Shanahan has done some great things with the 49ers, specifically in their run game. Like, I look at, like, their offensive run schemes are crazy. Like, oh, they do now, some crazy stuff. Did, did you look at my notes before we started this? No. Because my pick was Kyle Shanahan, and I was going to talk about his run game. And run I had the stats. That's, yeah. that's it, bro. That's it, man. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell, tell me the magic numbers. Bro, I didn't okay, I didn't listen. Mean to. I knew listen. he was good already. Okay, look. Matt Breida leads their team with 446 rushing yards, right? Just like this, their entire roster, okay? But but as a team, they have they, they rush for, they have 1,500 rushing yards. Yeah, they, they run as with a, everyone. As a team. And th- but, they're, but they don't have a star running back. That's the crazy thing about it. They're doing it by committee, but they're making it work. Shifts and motions and um, end, and end-around plays. And then you have uh, – when, you, when your only question on a 49ers team is can Jimmy Garoppolo deliver, I think you have a pretty good team. Right? Jimmy G, 15-2 as a starter. Yeah. I will say the only thing that's going to hurt – the 49ers, right now, the only thing I can see hurting them mm-hmm. is a team shutting them down and making them pass the ball, which is really hard right now. Um, and, like, Jimmy G's good, but it does seem that he's a little turnover prone. I think I said something yeah, about this last week. Yeah, he is. Week. He is. That's the yeah, one question mark. Just a little bit, and but he, that's it. Their and team but, is so good. And, but he's still early in his development as well. Right. For him to he basically has just over a year starting. Right. And part of that was in New England. Part of that was in San Francisco. Right. And he's had injury in between it. He hasn't had a full year of starting yet. This is for all intents and purposes. This is his rookie year. Right. Pretty much. Right. Pretty much. But he's 15 and two as a starter and just coming in and going into a brand new system coming off of an injury. Yeah, he's a little turnover prone. That happens. But I'm not going to completely. 
I'm not going to say Jimmy G's not, and I'm not saying you are either. I'm just saying I'm not going to say Jimmy G's a throwaway quarterback or that he's not a franchise quarterback yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for another year or two and see how he how he does. But yeah, right now he 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 is the question, right? Yeah. Can he say, win them a game? Can he be like Aaron Rodgers and throw for three hundred and fifty and four touchdowns right, and win a game? Right, and and like take take over the team when he needs to. I right. will say, you said fifteen and two as a starter. I believe he that's has correct. Had, he has had really good teams in every start that he's had. That is true. Like like he, like he's not like this is arguably one of the. It ain't arguably. This is Nobody. the best 49er team since Steve Young. Well, you no, Steve Young, Steve Young. Since Steve Young, but all. Well, mm, yeah. I was thinking. thinking 2000, you were thinking the 2012 Super Bowl. The, yeah. Har- the Harbaugh brothers. That 49ers team was good too, but they weren't as diverse offensively. I can't think of the quarterbacks. Ka- Kaepernick. I don't know why I can't think it of was, It was Alex Smith, way. and he got hurt, and then Kaepernick came in. Yeah. By the way, for anyone wondering, because uh, I have had someone bring it to my attention, like mm-hmm. asking why we haven't talked about the Kaepernick situation, any like yeah. all the quarterback controversy going on. Uh, the reason we have talked about it is we don't, or I don't know how Jackson feels. I've never, I'm the one that comes up with the ideas and stuff most of the time. Anyways, it, number one, there's so much other stuff going on week to week uh, that right. it's hard to throw something like that in when um, I don't necessarily think it matters as much because the way things are now, I think the league, and the teams within the league has pretty much showed that he's not going to get a second chance unless something really, really bad happens. Right. Like if a team gets into a really, really bad spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just looks like with everything that went down, teams don't want to deal with that. Right. I- I'm not opposed to talking about Ka- Kaepernick and having a- an open conversation. That's fine with me. Um, whether he deserves a spot or not is not really for me to say. I, I-, I-, I haven't seen him work out. I don't know. Um, I assume that he could still ball and he could still play. I imagine so. I mean, he's he's he said, and I know he's had he's pretty active on social media, saying that he's working out every day. He's ready. He's just waiting for a tryout. It, it's still very well possible that he could, but I, I think Lucas is right that it seems that the league has kind of moved on. Whether that's good or bad is not for my judgment, but I will say I think he probably could still play, but it's not up for me to decide if he should be on a team. Right. It, it's just yeah. It just seems like. It's not our decision, but it seems like the teams have pretty much, without actually saying it, it looks like they've already said, "Hey, we're we're not we're not interested in dealing." I don't think they want to deal with that topic at hand. I think they just want to play football. Right. Exactly. But um, that's a different conversation we can have later. <clears throat> so on from that, I got to do an update on our bets, Mr. Jackson. All right. So I have the big binder, and then I have my mini notebook. All right. right? While you're while you're while you're sifting through that for a second, um, just remind all the viewers out there for our our bets at the beginning of the year, we placed several bets, right? And to be honest, I've kind of lost track of them, but several bets on throughout the year, and put in some different wages on them. Lucas has them, and he's been keeping track of them for us. Lucas is a main man. This dude's literally writes down everything with his notebooks. I love it. It's fantastic. It makes things way easier for me. But um, So Lucas is going to go through and kind of give us an update where we're at and see if we want to double down, if we want to kind of, there know, is There is a new bet. Met with our bet? I don't, mess with our bet? What was what was the new bet, Jackson? Because I kind of forgot. Oh, the new bet? Um, Jeez, man, I kind of forgot to. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Okay, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll I'll we'll think of it. We'll think of it. We'll think of it. I want to. It might have had something to do with the Vikings. I'm not sure. Maybe. Nope, didn't stir anything. Okay. Uh, so first off, one of our our first bet was, well, our first bet. Well, I'm not going in order of how we did it because I didn't write them down in order. All right. Yeah. Anyways, 
number one bet, can he still to surpass 500 receiving yards? Jackson says he will. I said he won't. He is mm-hmm. at 315 yards as of now, halfway through the year. Looking good for me. Look, uh, looking good for me. I don't know. I mean, he's kind of, you know, had some injury he, and he, he's had some injury issues. He still has 315 yards after being out for two games. In six games, he has 315 yards. What can he do in eight? You tell it me. It ain't happened yet. That's the important stuff. It that is the important yet. thing. Looking All good, right. though. Uh, next up, Cardinals with four or more wins. I said they would not get four or more wins. We did this bet because we did our predictions. I predicted them to, like, not win a game. And in it, I said, I was like, you know, they could win, you know, like a couple here and there. And I was like, maybe two. Uh, but it looks like some teams have just pooped the bed against them. <laughs> and uh, the Cardinals are 3-4-1 and one right now. So They should have won that first week, too. I should have already won my bet. Against the Lions. Uh, yeah, whatever. All right, look. So, like, this is who they play for the rest of the year. Okay? There is hope. <laughs> for me, yes. The- no, 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 no. They play the 49ers. Loss. They play the Buccaneers. Win. You think they'll beat Tampa? They're going to they're gonna beat Jameis Winston? Yes. Jameis Winston James beats Winston himself. Jameis Winston is not bad. Jameis James Winston, Winston is not bad. Jameis Winston does not deserve to be a franchise quarterback in this league. He's had too many chances. That, that, no. He, could probably, he can go compete for a backup, and eventually in three or four years, he's going to fizzle out, decide to retire, move they're back. Averaging, they're averaging like 35 points a game. He has Mike Evans and Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians makes everybody better. Okay. But Steel. Jameis Winston is... I don't, I don't care about the quarterback. I, I care about the team. I care about how many points the team puts J- Jameis Winston... the team is scoring 30-something points a game. Jameis Winston will be out of a job this next year. No, he won't. They're picking a quarterback. He might not be a starter, but he'll be a backup. He'll be a backup. Sure. He'll be a backup, but he's not going to be starting Tampa. Anyways, then they play the 49ers again. Loss. Then they play the Rams. Sneaky chance at a dub. Absolutely not. Then they play the Steelers. That's where I think they might get their There win. it is, right there. Steelers barely beat the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. Then they play the Browns. They won't win Dub. Them. Absolutely not. You're Browns are completely dysfunctional. I'll take Cliff Kingsbury over uh, Freddie Kitchens. I am appalled. Why are you appalled at me? Browns have too much talent to lose to the Cardinals. Yet they still keep losing. They're just disfun- their quarterback okay. says the, the team they, is then dysfunctional. They play the Seahawks and the Rams. Okay, they play the Seahawks and the Rams. Those are both losses. Anyways, what matters? There is, is the two Bucks, chances for the, the three Bucks chances for the one again. No, there's two. Bucks, Steelers, and a sneaky chance against the Rams. All right, my other bet was the Titans make the Super Bowl. And look, at the beginning of the year, let me just say, <laughs> number one, I thought that our head coach would become better at coaching. That has regressed. We were told the offensive play calling would be better. That has gotten a little better, I will say. It's gotten a little better. But if you're going to run up the middle with Derrick Henry 14 times a game against what we've seen last week, that is absurd. This was this was a series. This was a whole series, okay? In like the second quarter or something, right? Like we've had time to adjust. We know what they did in the first quarter. We've seen what happened. This is what these people did, man. All right. It was like Derrick Henry, run right. Stop to the line of scrimmage. Derrick Henry, run right. Like this is up the middle, right? Like to the right up the middle, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the right guard. Who's hurt? Or just drafted. One of the two. I don't I don't know which one was playing. Anyways. 
negative two yard loss. Oh, geez. And it's like Tannehill under pressure, incomplete pass. I'm still laughing from the that has regressed. Like, <laughs> just it, it, I mean, well, we talked about the punter thing. Like, no, no, okay. I didn't Look, know we were going to be quarterback. There's right? still I hope we're going to be our quarterback because I was not expecting the Mariota that we got this year. You are two and zero with Tannehill. I'm not right. I'm not saying that it is Mariota's fault of how he of played. I think the organization didn't use him right and stuff. I think there's a bunch of other stuff. We're not going to get into that. Either way, at the end of the day, we are two and zero with Tannehill, and it looks like it is better for the team and for what the coaches want to do with Tannehill, but not and better so, for Lucas's heart. And not better for my heart, but not better for what the for the team record either, because we played Marcus in a system and in a way that uh, you know we didn't take advantage and stuff. And so, either way, at the end of the day, Best we brought our coaches, the coaches that we have right now, we brought them in to make Marcus better, and they benched him instead. I was not expecting the franchise quarterback. Yo, know, my, my my man's going to rant when we talk about the Titans, baby. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, I know. I feel you, dude. I feel you. Okay. Also, I feel you. I didn't know. I will say. I, hold on. I didn't I was, know. I was trying to be nice. Go ahead. No. no go ahead. No, I was going to no. be nice. All right. Fine. Leave. I don't care. Slide away into the darkness. Right? Don't think I won't. I did not think our kicker, Ryan Suckup, who was like breaking records last year for field goals made under 40 yards or something like that. Right? All right? I didn't know this man was going to be on IR. All right, he's practicing now, which is good. We've lost two games because of our kicker. And some would argue that our starting quarterback lost his spot because our kicker came out make field goals. Others would argue it's because he couldn't score touchdowns. I would argue both. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, the Titans. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Titans are four and four. They are. They're last in the AFC South, but first is five and two of the Colts. Second is Texans at five and three. Jags are third, four and four. They're tied with us, but they beat us, so technically they get the advantage. Either way, we're four and four. We're still in the running to make the playoffs. Anything can happen. We're only halfway through the year. Boom. That's what I was All gonna right. say, and I was gonna say I'm gonna double down on that bet. If they do make the Super Bowl, I'll give you two times of what I said I was gonna give you. I wanna get rid of that bet. I have written down right here like talk Jackson into <laughs> Tom Jackson into ditching it. <laughs> well, here, let, let's keep going. Is there any more bets that we have currently? Packers top five defense. They are not top five in yards, in scoring, in fantasy. I cannot find anything that the Packers are top All right. five. In. So what we need to do? I need I need to clarify first off. What do you want them to be top five? When you say top five defense, Overall. do you mean yards? I would think yeah, top five and like you, you to be a top five defense, you got to be top five in certain categories, right? Yards. When I say top five, I think like scoring. Like the yeah. Titans have not let a, a team score more than twenty points. I would until think last I would week, think scoring like twenty three. Yeah, I would think scoring in yardage. That's what I would think. When I think a top five defense, I think you know you're not letting. So they can be either one, or they got to be top five in both, or just one. Just one. Which one do you want to be top five in? Preferably scoring. Scoring. So top five scoring defense. I would I think, think that's so. What we decided in the beginning, yeah. and I didn't write it down. That's fine. Okay. Anyways. All right, all right. I'm I'm putting this. I'm putting it. I'm putting it in our. But what we can do, Lucas, it's scoring. Is if I I will trade you that bet for the Titan Super Bowl bet. We'll wash it. 
Yeah, but well, I mean, that's gonna—they're gonna cancel out anyways because the as one's not gonna work. So you just want to leave? You just want to leave it going? Want to scrap both of those because those are gonna cancel? Because we're—that's what I'm saying. Cancel anything. We could cancel, but we need to come up with a new bet in its place. Yeah, well, at least we had one a bet. New bet, and you scrapped it for me. What was the new bet? I don't know. I don't remember. You didn't remember it for me. I'm upset. You said something earlier, and I was like, "New bet." Oh yeah, hold on. If you're watching on YouTube, this man Jackson is in deep thought. I'm trying to think. It was something like a like you like said. Oh, this is this this person is amazing, or this person is a uh, are awesome, or they they're gonna win, or they're gonna um, do something. And I immediately said, "What?" And looked back behind me. I'm trying to remember what that was. I'm pretty sure it was the Vikings making the playoffs. No, because I agreed with you. Was it? And it's something to do with the playoffs, right? Was it something to do with the, the wild card spots? Seahawks making the playoffs? No. What about... I don't think so. Was it the the three AFC South teams making the playoffs? Okay, we're wasting time anyway. We are. I'll think of it later. All right, our right, last bet we got... This is really hurtful. Redskins, <laughs> Redskins make the playoffs. This fool does not listen to me. I bet that the Redskins would make the playoffs. You sure did, bud. I, they did fire I their coach. They've had quarterback carousel I mean, You know, like like there's some crazy stuff going on in the league. I'm scrapping that one, and I'm keeping the Titans make the Super Bowl. Wait, no, wait, no, no, no. What? Why are you just gonna scrap that bet? Why are you scrapping, scrapping two bet? Why are you scrapping of the Titans one? I'm keeping the Titans one, and I'm scrapping Redskins, and you're scrapping Packers. Oh, so if the Titans don't make the Super Bowl, I still win that bet. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're scrapping both of them on me. I was like, you can't just scrap def- scrap bets that are not going in your favor, sir. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just scrapping the one. Scrapping well, the, the Titans one. do have a much better chance of, of being into the Super Bowl than the Redskins have the playoffs. Super Bowl than the Redskins are in the playoffs. Exactly, yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. So, for yeah. sure. So, thank you. Thank you for letting me scrap that. You just didn't want to lose. I think Kenny Stills is going to – I think I'm going to win this Kenny Steel one. I'm going to lose the Cardinal one, and I'm going to lose the Titans make the Super Bowl one. So, it's looking like I'm going to owe Jackson something. But there you was are. another thing that we were going to bet, and we're going to continue to think about what – I'll think about it in the back of my head. I'll think about it in the back of my head. All right, next up, I wanted to do an update on the current standings of the NFL. Yeah, we're mid-season. We got to refocus here and see what's going on. That is bright. I am so sorry for how bright this is. Oh, that is pretty bright. Okay. It made my screen brighter. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get to those. <laughs> it's <real> fine. <laughs> um, so at the AFC East, the Patriots are eight and zero. The Bills are five and two. The Jets and Dolphins are terrible. Okay. Yeah, awful. Uh, AFC West, you got the Chiefs at five and three, and they're going to win that division. Then you pretty much got the Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos all at like three wins or two wins. Yeah, not making the playoffs. Uh, AFC North, you have the Ravens at five and two. Pretty much the same thing as the AFC West. After that, you got the Steelers, Browns, and Bengals are like 3-2-0. and zero. I remember. You remember? You said the Titans were going to beat the Chiefs, even with Patrick Mahomes. That's what it was, ladies and gents. I'm booking it right now. All right? The Spooktober episode just got spookier. Listen, okay. 
No, no, no. Hold on. We can't. This we can't validate this bet because Mahomes won't play. You said even if they had Mahomes, they would lose. No, I said I said they will win. Yeah, right. You said if they had if you said if the Titan if the Chiefs then, had Mahomes, and then you were like the you Titans said even would win. With Patrick Mahomes, you said even with Patrick Mahomes, and I was like, yes, they will win. And then I started like, looking behind me, thinking, who is this man talking to? He surely can't well, be talking look, to me with that blasphemy. Do you think they'll beat the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes or without Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I don't know. That's without more Patrick of a toss Mahomes. up than with because I think with Patrick Mahomes, I don't think it's close. What do you want to do if Patrick Mahomes plays? Do you want to put that at the very beginning? If Patrick Mahomes plays, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll book Titans that all day. Win. If Mahomes plays and they play against the Titans, they well, will. Do, do you want to book the other one too? Which one are you wanting to book here? Do you want to have a bet no matter what, or do you want to have a bet only if Patrick Mahomes plays? I kind of want to have a bet when Patrick Mahomes plays because I don't. You know, Jackson is a. Well, that it's he is, he's not a risk taker. Look, I don't know why you're trying to bait me into this Matt Moore thing. Okay. All right. That's so right, messed up of you. If Mahomes plays. You know what? No, no. Scrap it. Chiefs are going to win that game. Work. Period. <laughs> I hate work. you. Dude, you know what he does? Okay, Casey, I'm, I'm talking to you here. You know what this dude Lucas does right now, man? This dude Lucas uses reverse psychology on me all the time. And then I have to decide if it's reverse psychology. And even if it's not, he does like reverse reverse to make me think he's doing reverse, but he's not. I don't know. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. But you know what? I don't shy away from a challenge. Chiefs are going to win that game. You're delusional, bro. Chiefs are gonna, gonna win that game. We're gonna Period. pull that one out. All right. Anyways, back to the back to the quick, the quick update we got going on here. Um, AFC South is the closest division by far of all the divisions in the NFL. Oh the yeah. They're five and two. The Texans are five and three. The Jaguars are four and four, and the Titans are four and. This was so my toughest fun. division that I had to pick. Right. Um, For our division the winners. NFC, the NFC East, the Cowboys are four and three. The Eagles are four and four. The Giants and Redskins are both terrible with two and one wins. The NFC West is the 49ers are seven and zero. Oh. Seahawks are six and two. The Rams are five and three. Those three are close. The Cardinals are three and four, and they're not going to win another game. And I'm winning that bet. False. NFC North, the Packers are seven and one. The Vikings are six and two. The Lions and Bears are both three and four. The Lions are three and three with a tie. And by the way, they did not make a trade for a quarterback at the trade deadline, and I think that's really going to hurt them. The Bears? Yeah, the Bears. Yeah, the They're not making the playoffs this year. Uh, the Saints and they probably won't next year. Even without Drew Brees, they were still winning. And then with Drew Brees, they were doing the normal Drew Brees. All oh, right. Saints are nasty. Yeah, Saints 7-1, Panthers 4-3. and three. I don't think they make the playoffs. Uh, Bucks 2-5, and five, and the Falcons are 1-7. and seven. Okay, off the on to our beautiful little notebook here. No, we got, we love notebooks out here, man. I'm telling you. Do you want you. to give do you want to give your predictions for yeah. uh, so we're so what we're doing right here, we're gonna give our playoff predictions, basically the winner of each division and the wild card. Yeah. Uh, our our, our playoffs our playoff first? scenario, how we think it's gonna play out the rest of the basically. the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there might, and what's going to be crazy, and this is why I love football, is one or two of these teams are probably not going to make it, and then we're going to be like, what? Week 16 to 17, uh, if we go back and refer to this episode. I'm going to yeah, start yeah, with yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, wait, wait. What? Wait, wait, wait. 
let's just hmm. let's just go together. Like you say what you got, and then I say what I got. That way we can be like like okay, if you, if you, yeah. If you pick the dolphins right. or something, I can look at you like you're just okay. First of all, if I pick the dolphins, I'm gonna need you to fly down to Texas. I'm gonna need you to come into my door. I'm gonna need you to grab a frying pan and hit me over the head because I'm obviously delusional. Look, it's so dark in your room. I feel like you're about to get hit with something, anyways. Ain't that crazy? It's like someone sneaking up behind me. Run. Okay, go. Like, <laughs> go. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, let's start with the AFC East. Grande. <laughs> you're a tall girl. You're, so you're running. You're getting out of there. Go. That's All a right. joke from fussing with the boys. Terrible. AFC East. Uh, this one's super easy. Patriots, obviously. I don't see anybody anybody in contention. Bills aren't touching them. Yeah, definitely Patriots. Even at five and two. Okay, we can agree on that one. Uh, AFC West. All right, I'm still picking the Chiefs. Same. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the bad. Chargers are bad. The Raiders aren't catching up. The Broncos are irrelevant. They need a new quarterback and need to do a lot of changes. AFC North Ravens, hundred percent. Browns are coming close. Steelers are on their third quarterback, and the Bengals just bench Andy Dalton. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, uh, now getting into the AFC South, this one we might have some debate. Um, This is by far the closest division. Super hard. And it's in all of the NFL. All the teams are super close in records. They each have a win over each other. Um, when you start breaking down to tiebreakers, it gets super, super close. It's going to come down to the last three games of the year. Um, for that, I'm going to pick the Colts. I think they have just a little bit easier of a schedule than the Texans. Um, but Colts are my AFC South division winner. Yeah, I, I went with the Colts too. Um, at the beginning of the year, I thought losing Andrew Luck would be a bigger hit. But their coaching is outstanding. And so is their defense. Their coaching is outstanding. Their play calling and, like, the way – I think the way that they prepare for all these games and stuff is crazy. And they win games they shouldn't win. And any team that can do that is going to be 5-2. And Brissett just has to not lose in the game. And, you know, even a couple weeks ago he had his first 400-yard game for a pass touchdown game. So he's playing incredibly well. They're making him feel comfortable. Um, I think J.J. Watt – being injured, it definitely factored into my decision of the Colts winning. I think J.J. Watt wins you a game. Personally. All right. uh, you want to do wild cards? Let's do wild cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, that being said, my first wild card here, this is in no particular order for these wild cards, but my first wild card is the Texans. Okay. I have uh, Deshaun Watson. Okay. I got DeAndre Hopkins. Will Fuller's playing pretty well. Kenny Stills is going to get over 500 yards per my bet. Um, yes, they don't have J.J. Watt, but Deshaun's playing very electric right now. He's in the MVP conversation just a couple weeks ago. He might get his way, work his way back up there. The AFC so it's such it's such a tight space for the for the wild card. It's uh, there's not a, really a lot of wiggle room, but I don't see a lot of competition from the AFC North. I don't see any other competition from the AFC West, and I certainly don't see any more competition from the AFC East other than the Bills. Texans take it almost by default, actually. Uh, Other than the Titans. the Titans. Yeah, it was, it was Texans Titans. or Titans for me. Right. Um, so I've got the Titans in my first wild card spot. Uh, I think we can pull out some stuff. Like I said, beating the Chiefs, you know, I think we pull some stuff out of our butt. Mm-hmm. And then my last wild card spot, I have the Texans or the Bills. If the Bills go 9-7, and seven, the Texans definitely get in there. I think... The AFC South is so close compared to the rest of the AFC. It's like the AFC South is just loaded with not like division winner teams necessarily, mm. but they're loaded with 
that you know those eight and eight teams they're a little better than eight and eight they're nine and seven ten and six teams and i think they're loaded with that so i'm in my opinion i think it's going to be texans and titans make the wild card yeah so three afc south teams yeah three afc south teams yeah i had the the texans and the bills on the nfc um nfc west i got the 49ers uh this one was uh you know obviously still pretty close seahawks are right behind him at six and two Russell Wilson have an MVP caliber year, but I just saw Nick Bosa and what that defense did last week, and they look absolutely incredible. Kyle Shanahan is a candidate for coach of the year. You know, uh, Jimmy G 15-2 and two as a starter. I just don't think the Seahawks can catch up. I got the yeah, Niners. No. no shot. Also, like, the strength of schedule from this point in the year, a lot harder on the Seahawks. For sure. For sure. Uh, which Who was your pick? Niners? 49ers yeah. also. 49ers, yeah. NFC North. Right now, this is uh, it's kind of a toss-up, but for sure, for me, I have the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is playing insane right now, especially the last two weeks. It feels like they're starting to kind of get in the groove, utilizing Aaron Jones. Their only competition to me is from the Vikings, um, but I got the Packers taking it. Yeah, I got the Packers taking it also. If you look at the rest of the year, they're going to win at least 11 games by the end of the year. Guaranteed division winner, n- no question. Yeah, Vikings aren't catching up there. Uh, a, uh, NFC South, I have the Saints running away with it. Uh, Panthers got exposed yesterday or on uh, on Sunday. Um, uh, you know, there are, are they going to win nine games? I don't think so. So, I got the Saints. Yeah, I also have the Saints. No question. For sure. Now, NFC East. Okay. Cowboys. Cowboys for sure. For sure. We have lost some dumb games, man. Like, games we should not have lost at all. Okay? And I haven't done any Cowboy talk yet this pod, so I'm kind of craving to. Okay? Listen, I know we were having some injury issues. Okay? But we're coming off a bye week. We're fresh. We just beat the Eagles. We have the number one seed right now so far in the NFC East, and it's only going to get better. We're about to play the Giants. Okay? We're about to smack them up by side of the head. And the and Philly, they have a, a, a close game this weekend. Okay? Could be kind of a toss-up. So, I got the Cowboys running away with that division. Yeah, I got the Cowboys winning too. I just don't see the Eagles got a bunch of other stuff going on, whatever you know. Uh, and then the other teams are bad. So, absolutely, absolutely, other teams are bad, and Eagles got locker room issues. Uh, my two um, wild cards: I have the Vikings and the Seahawks. Um, I was trying to. Uh, that means I have no Rams. Um, I was kind of looking at the strength of schedule here. I think with Russell Wilson's MVP performance, I think with the uh, offense from Kirk from Kirk Cousins and that entire roster from the Vikings, just based off strength of schedule for those two teams in the remainder of the year, I got Vikings and Seahawks making it. Yeah, same thing. Uh, I also have Vikings and Seahawks. You know, the Rams, I don't think they have the run game that they need in their offensive lines not as good this year. Yeah, Real for quick, sure. off the top of your head, we're adding this in. Because we didn't do this. Okay. Super Bowl teams. I'm going Patriots and Saints or Patriots and 49ers. I can't really decide, but I'm going to go Patriots and Saints because of that bad man, Drew Brees. Stop looking at my notes. I got Patriots and Saints for sure. Page, uh, Saints and Niners appear to be they're, – they're heading towards the NFC Championship matchup. That would be a great matchup, but I'm going to lean on Sean Payton and his experience in the coaching staff and Drew Brees as well in big moments. Niners are there, but not quite yet. I do think the Patriots win the Super Bowl, though. Undefeated? I don't know. That's that's the question. Will they go undefeated? I I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. It's close. Do I smell a bet? 
Are you going to say yes? I'll say yes. You'll say yeah? Yeah, I'll say yeah. Oh. Undefeated regular season or undefeated Super Bowl year? I think you right now we're talking about the regular season. I, I right now the, right now I think they might. Yeah. I think it's very very close. I think they might have an undefeated regular season. Oh man, I would love to see Drew Brees take it from Brady though in the Super Bowl. Like just one more. I think Brees needs one more, man. Brees needs one more. You know what? I feel like the Patriots kind of drop the ball on a game every year. I'm, never mind. Never mind. Never every mind. once in a while. I don't know, man. That'd be that's very also, tough. Well, they might not play the starters like the last week or last two weeks. I don't know who they play or whatever. But, it yeah. depends. Yeah. Um. I don't know. That that's a, that's a great question. But yeah, Patriots Saints to me is looking like the Super Bowl this year, as of uh, now in Week Eight. Next up, so the trade line deadline, like I said earlier, ended today. So I'm gonna update us on some trades that have gone down. Ooh, also somebody some, that appeared. Uh, yeah, somebody that appeared back to work today. Do you not know this? Oh, yeah, for the Redskins? Yes. Yeah, for the Redskins. He came back. Uh, Trent Williams, right? That's his He name? did. He ended his holdout. So we'll see when yep. he plays. But he reported to camp, and he's ready to go. Um, So we got that, and we also got some injuries we need to talk about. But mm-hmm. to start off, just some notable trades, like up to this point in the year. Uh, Leonard Williams was traded to the Giants. Kenyon Drake got traded to the Cardinals. Uh, Jannard Avery got sent to Philadelphia. Jalen Ramsey, of course, got sent to the Rams. Yeah, big one. Uh, Marcus Peters got sent to Baltimore. You know, Austin Corbett got sent to the Rams. Uh, Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots. We talked about that last week. Emmanuel Sanders in a fifth got sent to San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, Gary on Conley got sent to the Texans. And Quandre Diggs, plus a seventh round, got sent to Seattle for a fifth. Um, right. Also, Akeem Tlaib traded to the Dolphins. Yeah, I was about to say, Akeem Tlaib got traded to the Dolphins. I bet he is just hating his life right now. Oh, he dude, he hates. is so mad. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Titans, or not the Titans, we're going to talk about the Dolphins in a little bit. Okay. A sneaky treat for you. Ooh, I like sneaky um, treats. Spooky treats. Stuff, James Conard suffered a AC joint injury Monday night. Yeah. All right. It's not good. Plus, Benny Snell, their other backup, suffered a knee injury. And then Jalen Samuels is already recovering from an injury. So, like, Pittsburgh just has one healthy halfback on the roster right now. Yeah, and quarterback out for the season. Their second quarterback's out. It's just a mess in Pittsburgh. Yep. They're they're playing for the draft and for next year. Um, the Chargers it. fired Ken Wisenhut as their offensive coordinator. I could have told you this was bad. All right, this man came in was the head coach of the Titans. Terrible. Mm-hmm. All right? Played a part in ruining Mariota. Let me just say that. Played a part. Ooh. Uh, Broncos quarterback Joe Flacco has a herniated disc in his neck. So he's out six to eight weeks. Probably the rest of the year. Six to eight weeks. So potentially rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he needs to be out the rest of the year anyways because they're not, you know, they're not making any splashes or anything. Yeah, anymore. rest him up, put, put him on IR, and get him healthy for next year. Uh the Panthers head coach did confirm Kyle Allen starting this weekend. So, no Cam Newton, Kyle Allen questions going on. Yeah. Uh, like we said, the Bears didn't trade for Trubisky any, and he's going to stay the starter. That's been confirmed. So, just uh, J.J. Wyatt's out for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's a yeah, man, that sucks for him, man. He's, he's, he's had some issues, too. They got ACL, torn pec again, maybe torn pec before. He's had a couple big-time injuries, man. And I feel for the guy because he's just a warrior, man. He really is. Good upstanding and dude, he, too. He gets he gets weird. He gets, like, freak injuries. 
Yeah, crazy. Oh. But the good thing is, it's not his. It's not his lower half, right? So it's a lot easier to come back from something on the arm or the pec or a hand than it is from a knee injury in the NFL. So, good news there. Yeah, should I be healthy that, next year. That's, that's all. That's all I got on that stuff. Um, Perfect. <clears throat> excuse me. Next up, your favorite. Oh, is it time? All right. It is time for take it or leave it. Ooh. Okay. I love take it or leave right. it. It's so fun. Number one, Jack. You ready? Okay, but before and we'll talk about this every time. But take it or leave it. Special segment. Uh, Lucas does this every week for me. We've done it. We've been doing it the past couple weeks. I absolutely love it. He. I'm telling you what, man. This dude is a trooper. He comes up with all with the different topics and questions he's going to ask me. He doesn't tell me in advance. He doesn't let me give me a heads up and let me know. This is right off the dome, right off the top of my head. Just I'm just spitballing at you. So. Yeah. Anyway, Lucas, lay it on me. Lay it on me. All right. Number one, uh, take it or leave it, the Bills are overrated. Uh, I mean, they're five and two, so like. Take it. Take it. I think they make the playoffs. I don't think they're a incredibly special team yet. I need to see more. I think they are a young and talented team. I think they have veteran leadership with Frank Gore. We'll see how long he continues to play. But I think they're two to three more years from making a huge impact. But I, I could definitely see them in the playoffs this year, maybe even next year. Uh, I'm also taking it. They are overrated. Five and two is not the. They're not a five and two team. They beat the Titans because they miss, you know, the Titans missed four field goals. Yeah. Uh, I think the defense has kind of carried them to where they're at. A lot of quarterback is not good. A lot of potential. They have not found the answer at quarterback. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. That's what I, when you said they might make a push, I have a problem with that because I do not think they have their quarterback. Um, Okay. Fair enough. Next up, Tom Brady is leaving New England. Take it or leave it. Oh, man, you really put me on the spot with this one. I'm going to say leave it. I think he stays in Foxborough. I think if he's going to continue his career, it's going to be there. I think him and Robert Kraft are going to work it out over the offseason. Yes, Bill Belichick White might is ready to move on. At least that's what indicators seem. He wants to get his new quarterback in. Fine. Maybe they find a compromise. They bring him in in the draft. But the GOAT is not getting replaced by anybody anytime soon. I think he stays. I think they work uh, out. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. it. I think – I think he either retires or, or leaves in place for someone else for the money. And also, like, another good point that I heard brought up over the weekend is, like, mm-hmm. he's it's he's to the point to where, like, he needs to start thinking about his family and stuff. Like, where do they want to spend the rest of their lives? Sure, sure. You That's know? a valid point. And, and if, he's, if he's sitting there and he's like, hey, I want to play three more years, but my family, my wife, and my children want to go live in Las Vegas, and he wants to go take Derek Carr's place with the Raiders next year, you know? Right. Like, like wherever yeah, they want to. Live. Yeah, that was such a, a good random. Point. That's a place that came to my head for. Um, that is a good point. Yeah. Next up, take it or leave it. The Dolphins are most definitely tanking the season. Like they are losing on purpose at this point. I've, uh, you or know, they just, I, I'd love like, to like, say. Here's the thing. I'd love to say leave it, but I almost have to take it. You well. Here's here's what I want to give you. Um, I don't think the players are are necessarily tanking. Right. Like when I say because they can't be like the players are playing the organization for is. And stuff. But yeah, do you think the coaches? Yes. Like the head coach and like the GM are kind of tanking this. I think like so. I think that they're trading away Kenyon Drake. Right. Yeah. Okay. You got to keep Talib. Fine, but he's not going to sell tickets. They. Woo! Yeah. They. Yeah. Exactly. They don't have a star quarterback. 
They don't have, you know, a star wide receiver. They they have holes in their offensive line. They have to rebuild, and they know the only way to do that is really to get the number one pick. Now, whoever they take in that number one pick spot, I'm not sure. And I don't. I think the players are out there playing hard. I think the coach, the coach is always going to deny it. Their message, hey, let's go out, let's win one, let's play, you know, bonus money, whatever it is. But it's over in Miami. I would not be surprised they go 0-16 this year. It's just, it's bad. You, you, if you, if you go 0-16, I almost have to think that the organization is is tanking you on purpose. Yeah. I, I would think. Um, last one. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. The Eagles will be looking at a change in the head coach or quarterback position at the end of the year if they do not make the playoff. Leave it. Uh, Doug Peter- leave it. Leave it. Doug Peterson won them a Super Bowl just a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think some shakeups need to happen. Whether that's at the quarterback position, I'm not sure. They just locked him up for a big-time contract. I don't think they can offload him. It's, it's too much of a hit to take and not get anything back from it. I don't think any other teams out there would want to take on a contract like that. You know, maybe you have a couple, but I don't see them moving on from Carson Wentz. I can see them shaking up some stuff in the locker room, maybe making a different couple changes within their personnel and maybe some of their coaching staff, but I don't see Peterson and Wentz living after this year. Now, if this continues on for another year or two, most definitely Peterson's gone. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna leave it too. I'm leaving it. Yeah. Um, but I, I do want to say that the NFL is a. How are you doing now? Not how did you do, two years ago? That's fair. Yeah. And so. All these issues coming up in the locker room is a leader problem, and the main leader of the team is the head coach. I think if they do not make the playoffs, he is definitely on the hot seat. I can I can see that. I don't think he's gone. He can be considered on the hot seat, and he needs a good kick in the rear end. You know, from the owners, from the owners, and from the players, yeah, they need to have a they need to have a kumbaya meeting and say, "Listen, this is what I heard from Orlando Skandrick, right? Orlando Skandrick, he was he went on to undisputed and he started talking, and he said, "Listen, the problems in that locker room are they are still riding the high from the 2017 Super Bowl season. They still think they're really good. They still think they're all high and mighty. They still think they're defending Super Bowl champs, but they're not." And you have to be hungry and want to go for it year in and year out if you want to repeat as champions. Even if you want to get there again to have a chance to play in that game again. Like, you need to live, breathe, eat, sleep, football. And they're thinking that they're all good no matter what. They're losing these games off of freak accidents. That's not yeah. how it is. If the and this, <laughs> if they get a good old kick in the you-know-what and a little come-to-Jesus meeting or whatever they need to do, then maybe they can figure it out. But... I agree. Hot seat if they don't make the playoffs this year, but he's got one more in the year for sure. All right. That is it for take it or leave it. I love yeah, that segment. I love that segment, man. You just, bro, you really hit me with that Tom Brady one. I, I was Tom not Tom Brady one put you on the spot. It, it sure I did. I had a hard time last week, but this week I was like, la-da-da, okay, next, la-da-da. <laughs> it was just like, wrote them down within like the span of two minutes. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a fair question. I mean, you know, it. I don't know. It's almost – and maybe part of me, I'm partly blinded by that question. It just is, it seems inconceivable to me that Brady would be anywhere other than New England. But you never know, man. You never know, especially like you said with the with the whole wife and kids thing, wherever they want to live. You know, Brady's been yeah. doing this for over 20 years. That and the money, man. I mean, yeah. you're trying to get set up in a new place. Like, hey, give me – Give me a three-year, $90 million guaranteed contract. He's always passed off the money. Maybe he's like, give me – let me secure the bag. I'm the GOAT. Give me what I want. I'll go yeah. play for you.
for whatever. Or, like, also, when you get old like that, and you start thinking of your legacy, and we brought it up last week in last week's pod, you start thinking about your legacy, and what's one thing that is holding back you ultimately being number one in everyone's eyes? And I think it's the, the fact that you've always been and won with Coach Belichick. Yeah, but I also think some of that is just kind of fan-perceived, like, oh, well, who's more responsible, Belichick or Brady? The duo is responsible for six championships right. over the past exactly. several years. Like they're responsible as a duo. As a duo. They, they did it, right? Yes, it's been a great coaching staff and scheme, but it also takes a special player to buy into that system, to buy into that culture, to help create his own culture within the team and the organization in the locker room, and to go out and he's always training. He is eating right all the time. He is working out. He flies out his wide receivers – to a special place in the offseason every year, and all they do for 10 days is run routes. That's it. It's a different type of de- – he put that on his own dollar. That's a different type of dedication. Passing off the money, get me good players. You know, let's work it out on defense. Like, it's it's a, it's a whole organizational thing. Like, is Tom Brady more responsible for Bill Belichick? It, it doesn't matter. The Patriots won six championships in the past several years, and – it's due to them as an organization playing well, not, oh, well, Belichick's exactly. a better coach than he's a player. That's just yeah, fan made I, up who's yeah. – but sometimes people listen but, to it. Yeah. Right, but I'm not saying Tom Brady listens to that. I don't right. think he goes in depth that far. But I think Tom Brady is looking at it and he's like, what's the one thing I have not done? And the only thing he hasn't done is win a Super Bowl. On another team. Yeah, that he truly, truly carries. Like truly, truly carried. Like he walked in there and, and he was, you know, he was he was like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, he's gripping it and ripping it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like going like it like if he was to come to Tennessee next year and win a Super Bowl for us, like like that's all Brady. Oh, that's all Brady for sure, for sure. And there's no denying that at all. Exactly, and I, and I wonder if he kind of misses that to truly silence all the doubt. Right. Anyways. Uh, I'm just trying to come up with something. I don't necessarily think he's like that. I think, but I do think there's a, I am going to take it. I don't think he'll be there. Anyway. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, recap on last week. Yeah. Our picks. All right. Uh, Wisconsin at Ohio State. Ohio State won. LSU beat Auburn. The Titans beat the Buccaneers. The Chargers defeated the Bears, which we didn't think was going to happen. Did not. Uh, the Eagles stomped the Bills. I'm Ab- hoping this is the yeah. start of their decline. Uh, the Panthers lost to the 49ers, and the Patriots beat the very sad Browns. Uh, good week. Good week for us. You lost one game, and I lost yeah. two picks, I think. Yeah, really uh, good so week for I'm, us. Yeah, I think I was negative. I, I am now 29 and 27, and Jackson is 31 and 24, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, feeling it, ain't you, Mr. I'm, fe- I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. All right, um... This week, we only did one college match, and then we did uh, six NFL matches, so... Number one, we have number eight, Georgia, at number six, Florida. Mr. J. Man, here's the thing. College games always get me. I And, and, and I'm, I understand that I don't know as much about college as I probably should. Um, being that it's at Florida, that's a big thing to me. Um, I'm going to go Let with go. the Gators. At home. Oh, you did the you did the at chomp. At home, I'm doing the chomp. Yeah, I'm just because you just because you did the chomp. It makes me want to pick Georgia. I am also going to go with Florida because it is at home. That's and why I here, picked them. Here's, here's my problem with Georgia. All mm-hmm. right, so 
they lost. Whatever. Yeah. You are in the SEC. You still have a chance to come back, and you can win this thing. You can make it into the Final Four. Because you are an SEC team, they will look at you like, well, it's okay. It was just a slip-up. Yeah. They came back last week and played terrible. They played absolutely terrible. Yeah. And they're going to the Swamp. So we are both going with going Florida. Florida. Yes, sir. Right. Next up, Mr. Jackson, on to the NFL. Uh, number one, we have Bears at the Eagles. I... I'm going to pick the Eagles. Same. I gotta go with the Eagles. Same. Yeah. I'm picking the Eagles, and it's because of the quarterback play. If the Bears had picked up a quarterback at the trade deadline, say Teddy Bridgewater, I'd say Bears all day. Uh, that defense is something special. I think they are going to cause problems for Wentz. It's going to be a closer game than most people think. But you know, the Eagles rolled last week. Um, I expect them to win a close game against the Bears. Uh, Vikings at the Chiefs. I'm going Vikings. Same. Going the Chiefs here. Same. Going with the Vikings. Um, I I think this, I think Lucas looked at my notes before this before this pod. I really do because he's picking every game that I have. I'm I'm gonna pick first. Okay, here for this next one. Okay, because okay. Look, 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 look. I got a, I got a little camera in the dark. All right, I got a little guy standing over you. Okay, I appreciate. Yeah, something's back here, bro. Oh, right, no, it is really pitch the, dark in here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, Patriots at the Ravens. Uh, Patriots all day. Who'd you pick? Part of me wants to. Part of me wants to pick this as the slip up, just because the pick Ravens em. defense seems to have a thing where they do this. But pick them. Uh, Patriots. Uh, all right. Next up, you have the Cowboy game. Cowboys at the Giants. Gotta pick my boys, man. They're rolling high. Giants are banged up and having issues, losing games. Picking the boys. Yeah, that, that's no contest. It's against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, Titans at the Panthers. I got the Panthers going with Carolina on this one. Ooh, I'm going Titans. Ooh, we finally have a disagreement. Well, I mean, we're we're two and zero with Tannehill right now. I think we're riding a little wave. That's okay? fair. That's fair. I think uh, I think the Panther offense got exposed last week, mm-hmm. um, and it shows that if you can get pressure on them and you can do stuff to them, then you can win the game. I right. think we're going to do a good job of stopping the run. I'm scared of McCaffrey when they swing him out and throw them the ball, but I think we're going to do a good job of stopping the run and getting pressure on the backup court. Okay, fair. That's fair. Uh, lastly, we got Packers at the Chargers. I'm picking the Packers. Chargers just fired their offensive coordinator. Probably going to have somebody different calling the plays. Could that help? Sure. Yes, they're getting a little bit more healthy, but Aaron Rodgers is playing lights out right now. Yeah, I'm also going to go to the Packers. It, it just seems like the Chargers don't have it in them. They don't have that fire. Yeah, they it's not there. And, and not there like it was last year. And last year they, they were playing extremely well, right? I thought they were overrated last year, though. I, I picked them to not make the playoffs, and they made it with 10 wins. Yeah. Or nine wins. Yeah, but yeah. Then they almost made the AFC Championship game. It was close. Yeah. They won some games they shouldn't have won, namely the Titans in London, but it's whatever. You still a little hurt over that? Yeah, I'm hurt over. We scored, the <laughs> touchdown to, we scored the touchdown to tie the game up. All we have to do is kick the field goal going to overtime. We've dominated them the whole second half. We go for it. We go for the two-point conversion. I'm like, all right, let's let's win this game. All right, let's go for it. You know what our play call was? What was Matt, that? Le Fle. All right, according to Stephen A. Smith. Le Fle. Right, Le Fle. <laughs> this man did a like a tight end run. We ran the tight end. It wasn't like we put him in as a fullback. We might have put him in as a fullback and ran with him. Either way, we ran the ball with a tight end. Ran the ball with a tight end. It was bad. Jackson, get out of the dark, bro. 
The boys Spooking are coming me. into the light. <laughs> that's it. That's all we got. That's all. That's all. That's good all stuff. I got. Yo, I had a very good time on this Spooktober episode. I really did. Yo, I want. You know. You know what? I, I usually ask for questions here at the end. I'm not asking for questions. I'm not asking for ratings or anything. I want anyone that's seen this to please. I don't care if you're on Apple Music. You have to see. You have to see it. Everyone needs to get on YouTube. All right, go to the, go to the vid. Fi- we're gonna fix our YouTube stuff. Yes, we Everyone are. Everyone needs to get on YouTube, and you need to watch this because this is a Spooktober episode, and there's some spooky things happening. But everyone needs to see Jackson. And then in the comments below, I want you to roast this man. Yo, are you right? hating? I, I want you to roast this man in his mask. Don't put the mask on. <sighs> He's putting the mask on. That's it. I'm out. I'm done. Listen, guys. Okay. All right. If you're out there, I hope you have a great. Halloween, okay? Stay safe. Get some candy, all right? Have an upset stomach. Feel good, okay? But don't worry, because tomorrow's Friday. We're feeling good out here, okay? Spooktober coming to an end. You're listening, spending good time with us on the Gopher 2 Pod. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Leave us a like, rating. You can find us on everywhere where podcasts can be found. Also, be sure to watch it on YouTube if you want to see me and my amazing mask and Lucas with his uh, very judgmental face upon my mask. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Really do appreciate it. It's spooky.